Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. <laughs> home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. It's Brendan Escott sitting in for Reed tonight. Creeping up on the end of a short work week. Canada Day tomorrow. We've got football on the airwaves. Four o'clock countdown show, 5.30 game time. The Elks are in Hamilton and the Ontario product. Trey Ford is starting at QB. That'll be something to uh, listen to and or watch. Right now, we head off to the hotline to bring aboard the captain of the Edmonton Oil Kings, a team that we were cheering very hard for here in these parts at the Memorial Cup and Jake I know obviously it didn't go the way that you wanted it to in the end but just talk about what was an incredible run for your group out there yeah it was uh, it was a special run um, you know it was a long year the guys battled through a lot of adversity a lot of ups and downs so um, you know very proud of the group and obviously like you said didn't get the result that we wanted at the Memorial Cup at the end of the day uh, you know we're still champions and uh, you know that was kind of the message to our group and um, you know just very proud you've had a few days to sort of decompress and be back in, in Edmonton how, how has the processing of it all gone for for yourself in particular Jake a guy that you know in all likelihood making that jump to pro next year yeah, it's uh, it's been emotional um, for sure. It's saying goodbyes to uh, you know a bunch of teammates you won a championship with, and uh, you know a bunch of guys I've played with for a number of years now is uh, definitely pretty emotional. But it's been fun. We've gotten the chance to celebrate and uh, you know do some golfing and things like that together, and uh, you know say our goodbyes. So um, you know it's been an amazing run here uh, in Edmonton over my last four years, and. Uh, you know, can't say enough good things about the organization, all the teammates I played with, and, you know, everyone I worked with at the ranks. So um, it was uh, a true honor to be an Oil King. And needless to say, uh, a dream come true to be able to participate in the Memorial Cup. You know, you get the league championship, and there's so much hope and promise, and you get out there, and what, what, just what are the events like? What is it like being in the atmosphere and, and the excitement and the, the festival and that sort of thing? Yeah, it's cool. It's definitely a pretty surreal experience. Um, uh, you know, the competition is high, obviously, and, um, you know, there's a lot of cool events you get to do, like we had the parade before the tournament and things like that. So, um, you know, it's fun. They put on quite the show, and it's, uh, you know, a heck of an event. A lot of people come out to watch, and, um, you know, it's a lot of fun for the players. So uh, it was a great thing to be a part of. How fun was it for you, Jake, to see guys like John Zabo and Cole Miller sort of at the beginning of their major junior careers going through that experience, watching it from your veterans' perspective? Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. We just, uh, you know, our message is kind of just to soak it in. You know, you can play 
an entire career in this league and never get to this point again. And, uh, you know, so we just wanted to emphasize the message of how special it was. And, uh, you know, they did a great job for us. Uh, I don't think they're talked about enough of uh, how well they played for us down the stretch and things like that. So, um, you know, getting to see guys like that win a championship and get that experience, um, you know, in their first, second years in the league, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool thing to see. The expectations of playing for a team that had so much star power on it. Have you ever experienced anything like that before? And how did you think that the group did in, in sort of managing expectations and getting as far as you did? Yeah, I think we did a good job of it. I think we tried to keep it out of our minds throughout the season and not think about it too much. And, um, you know, we did a good job, obviously, winning the championship in the end, at the end of the day. And, um, and then, uh, but yeah, no, it's... Uh, definitely a huge accomplishment getting to where we got and um you know i've experienced something similar to it before with my poe team uh we were a highly touted team expected to win uh, similar to this one and um you know we had success that year as well so um it was going to be a part of definitely a lot different than being the underdog but uh, it was a lot of fun can you describe as we chat with the uh, oil kings captain right now jake neighbors uh, just uh, what do you think ultimately was the reason you guys weren't able to to uh, get it done at the memorial cup or can you nail it down to one thing yeah i mean you know you, can, you can't really point at one thing i don't think i think the number of things we were going through and in, in terms of injuries uh, you know not having our top forward uh, you know, at the end of the day, I thought we competed well there. I mean, we're in three one-goal games, and, um, you know, the first one didn't play our best, and second one got better and won, and third one was the best game of the tournament, we thought, for us, and, uh, you know, just ran into a hot goalie, I guess. So, um, you know, a couple bounces go our way there, and we have a different story, but uh, just proud of the latest group battle. Jackson Weave in that second game, that must have been fun to be a part of on the bench, watching him out there scoring goals and dropping the gloves and just drawing everybody into it, doing his thing. Yeah, it was awesome to watch. Uh, you know, a guy like that, he creates so much energy and positive momentum for our team. So um, to see him go out there and, and have a good tournament and create, um, you know, obviously produce offensively for us on top of it was, uh, was super cool to see him happen for him. Uh, a couple more here for you, Jake. Just as far as your growth as a player, it's got to be such a, you know, maybe an overwhelming experience isn't the right word for it, but a lot to learn when you have your nine NHL games with St. Louis to start the season, and then you get to come back down to this this team who, uh, like we said, has such high expectations. So, you know, just reflect on your, your growth as a player, even if over the course of this season and what you were able to do in bringing some of that knowledge back down from the show. Yeah, that was kind of my mindset was just to bring all the experience I got up there back to the Oil Kings and, um, you know, just talk about little things that I learned. And, um, you know, most of it is, uh, you know, even lifestyle things and, um, you know, things that you wouldn't even think of in terms of, um, you know, when you look up to those guys. So, um, you know, it was all the little things for me that I picked up there. And obviously that experience was great for my career. And, um, you know, I thought good for our team as well to have uh, kind of something like that to lean off of. I, I noticed that they uh, in the little vignette they did when when the tournament started. Your favorite player listed is Braden Shen. You guys play that crash and bang power forward style. Makes sense. He's on the Blues. Is is there? Is he sort of taking you under his wing a little bit to, as you get ready to make this next step over the summer and beyond? 
Yeah, I think that's a great way to describe it. Um, you know, I've lived with them the past couple camps, and uh, over the nine games, I stayed at his house as well. And, um, you know, him and his wife, Kelsey, have been nothing but uh, amazing to me and, you know, feed me and taking me into their house. So, um, you know, very grateful to him. And, and, you know, obviously, like you said, I think we play very similar styles. And, um, you know, he's obviously been a, a mentor for me in the game and someone I can lean on for advice and things like that. So, um, yeah, he's definitely uh, been a great impact on my life and in my hockey career since he's come into it. Can I ask, like, having that relationship, does that make it easier or does that give it you more confidence to do the fun things like when you were hiding in the crowd at Rogers Place that night? I mean, you're, you're such a character, but in, in the sport, sometimes we don't see the, the personalities shine. I, I wonder where that comes from for you. Yeah, I think it's just the comfortability for sure that I have with the team and my time there. And, um, you know, they, they took me in and they made me feel part of that team. So, um, you know, I had a great relationship with all the staff and all the players there. So uh, it was just kind of, uh, uh, you know, April Fool's random prank that came up. And, um, you know, just like you said, I had the, the character, I guess, to do it and worked out. Great stuff, Jake. Yeah, last one is is just what does this summer look like for you? You're transitioning up to uh, into St. Louis's system. What, um, what do the next couple of months have in store? Yeah, I'm just going to get some rest and uh, I think do some golfing and, uh, you know, enjoy the summer and obviously get back in the gym, do some training. And, um, you know, after that, I'll uh, refocus and, uh, you know, start focusing on making oil, uh, on uh, making St. Louis. Well, we uh, we certainly all speak on behalf of everybody here at the station. Appreciate the representative you've been as the captain of the, the Oil Kings and all the media you've been available for. So thank you. Congratulations on an excellent season. And, and I wish you the best of luck moving forward here, Jake. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. That's Jake Neighbors, the captain of the Edmonton Oil Kings here on Inside Sports, about 7.15 in Edmonton. Hope you're enjoying your Thursday evening. Yeah, we'll see about this World Junior Tournament. It's um, it's coming up. It's scheduled for Edmonton, as I'm sure you know, for August 9th to 20th. So what are we, a little under uh, or a little over a month away, I suppose. More major sponsors pulling funding this afternoon. This has been the story of the week because of the ongoing scandal involving the 2018 World Junior Team. Hockey Canada did settle a lawsuit earlier the month and this month with a 24-year-old woman who claimed that she was assaulted by eight players from the gold medal winning team after a gala in June 2018. Uh, it's Recipe Unlimited, the parent company of Swiss Chalet and the Keg today, joining other corporations in suspending its partnership with Hockey Canada. Now, one of the members of the team also came out today, Victor Mete, a defenseman who at the time was a property of the Montreal Canadiens, now in the Ottawa Senators system. He says he wasn't involved in this alleged sexual assault. He was loaned by the Canadiens at that time down to the World Junior Team, so he was there in, in, uh, in December, I guess. But uh, Hockey Canada, as we know, again, quietly settling that lawsuit. Mete says, he, although he was a member of the team, in a statement issued today, he was with family in Jamaica at the time of the alleged incident, of which none of the allegations have been proven in court. I think that's also important to state. But uh, remember, Hockey Canada executives grilled by legislators on Parliament Hill last week uh, during a standing committee on Canadian heritage, and that was looking into um, the handling of this sexual assault. So 
Victor Mete feeling it necessary to get out in front of this one, saying, even though I was a member of this team, here's where I was while this alleged incident took place. I don't want my name getting dragged into the investigation, et cetera, et cetera. But if we're looking at this from, uh, will the World Juniors get off the ground in 40 days standpoint? I'm starting to feel less and less and less confident about this. These are the major sponsors. We're talking about ESSO. We're talking about TELUS. We're, we're, we're talking about BMO. We're talking about the only commercials that you see during the holidays when you're watching the World Juniors. Somebody's got to be paying to keep the lights on at Rogers Place. And it sounds like there's fewer and fewer people willing to do so. The government has frozen funding for them. So just like we were talking about last night, they, they're going to run out of options and, and the count is on. So what is everybody looking for in order to reinstate their support, so to speak? They're looking for definitive, concrete action and they want to know how Hockey Canada is going to change hockey culture. It's got to start at the top. So even while this may be an uncomfortable conversation, an uncomfortable spot to be in for the game right now, even though this may actually cost Hockey Canada, this World Junior Tournament, it might be a write-off. I mean, you can't kick it any further down the road than they already have. I think it's necessary at this point. Let me know what you think. 780-496-0063. That's the number to text. Mull it over. We'll be... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply back shortly inside sports with reed wilkins is brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta injury lawyers the heavy hitters of injury law Is this the first album, Nickelback? Uh, technically the second one, but the first one that uh, ever charted. This is Breve from the album The State in 1999. Listen, mid-2000s Nickelback, I, I get where the hate comes from. Early Nickelback? Awesome. 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 And I, I even love Silver Side Up myself. Yeah, like, It's a great album. I, I can't agree more with that. You don't have to agree. That's okay. But uh, Kellen and I like Nickelback here, at least up to a certain point. Uh, reminder, yeah, it's Canada Day tomorrow. Why don't you head down to the Ice District? If you're not going to, maybe baseball's not your thing. 
head down to the ice district instead. They've got uh, quite a few different things going on. Wear your Canadian colors proudly. Enjoy some live entertainment, some food, beverages, photo ops. Might see the mascots ripping around down there. Ascot, uh, ascots, <laughs> axe throwing is uh, what the event will entail. <laughs> Patio games and much, much more. All from 3 until 11 p.m. And Edmonton's own stereos taking the stage. 9.15, that'll close out the uh, the Canada Day celebration there. Alternatively, though, the Riverhawks are playing. That game is brought to you by 6.30 Chet, 7.05 first pitch. So Yesipoli Arvey, he wants out of town, allegedly again. And we talked about it a bit with Cam. I mean, to me, it's time to move on from this player. I get that you've invested a lot in the past. This team needs to be focused on right now and I think that whatever dollar value they would have had to sign him at whether it's two or three or four million dollars whatever say Carolina could end up paying this player he is a restricted free agent and nothing's happening yet but if if this is the split that was teased a couple years ago and then uh, put on hold and then the relationship resurrected resurrected if this is if this is the split i i really do think that it's time we saw too many plays die on the end of yesapoyarvi's stick either down the stretch or in the playoffs for me to think that he can survive as a top 2 player on this team that doesn't mean that i think that he can't be a top six player in some fashion or form on a different hockey team. I don't think that he's a bad hockey player. What I think is that the Oilers have two centermen who play at such a high pace with such a high level that Pliervi's confidence level just doesn't doesn't get him to where he needs to be with these guys. He is too quick to try and and defer. And that's what I mean when I say the play dies on his stick. It'll get to him, and then he immediately fires it away. Or it, it, it just looks like there isn't the right amount of time on the timer in his head. He's got more time to think than he does, and the play ends up where it shouldn't. This is no longer a time in Oilers hockey where those kinds of things can be accepted. I think that if you have a player who produces half of what he does on the score sheet but can play well with either McDavid or Dreisaitl, there is your top two right winger. But having a guy out there that they're struggling to have cohesiveness with, it doesn't work anymore. I, I, I just, I think that they got there despite him in the second half of the season. I don't think that Paul Yarvey did a lot to propel them there because of what he was doing. I think that a lot of people right now are stuck on the totals that he was producing with a very high uh, level of confidence at the beginning of the season. But consider that that might be the exception to what we actually know thus far has pretty well been the rule, hasn't it? So maybe this indeed is the offseason where they move on from Yessa Poyarvi. Restricted free agent? We shall see. Luke says if Yessi wants out, let him go. I think he's got huge upside, but that helps us sign Kane. Let's do it. Luke, I think you're on to something there, my man. Can't have it all, but boy, wouldn't it be nice if we could have a Vander Kane back? 
Yeah, I think you'd forget about Yassi pretty quickly if you got Kane in here for three, perhaps four years. 780-496-0063. We're going to the Diamonds next. We're talking with Riverhawks General Manager Steve Hogle. He's going to give you all the details on that Canada game. Canada Day game tomorrow. It's presented by 630 Chad. It's Brendan Escott in for Reed Wilkins on Inside Sports. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.